0: what's up you want to talk some
1: shit call me start some shit bitch
0: Welcome to Rouge One, episode 12, the fucking nobody-can-show-up-two-weeks-in-a-row episode. Uh, I am Kevin Yost.
1: This is Matt Gould.
0: And this is Sud Sampath,
2: trying to find a nobody so I can finally be somebody.
0: Uh, you will notice that Ben is missing this time because, uh, I don't know, we can't fucking line this shit up, Apparently. He's on a side quest episodes. or
2: something. I think it's part of our test to see which combination of the three of us is the best. And whoever's the worst gets kicked off.
0: <laughs> by popular vote yeah. to see which episode gets yeah. the least views. Yeah.
2: And that's how we know uh, no. that that was the weak link. and Vote him off. And by vote <laughs> him off, I mean cast him into the sea.
0: <laughs> Flaming. I'm going to go ahead and get started, because I did a fair amount this week. Uh, uh-huh. One, played a fair amount of Hollow Knight, making some good progress in that game. Killed a couple more bosses, got the wall jump. Have not got the double jump that I assume is in the game, because it's a Metroidvania. And I'm pretty sure, by law, you need a double jump at some point. Uh, that game's still great the atmosphere is crazy fucking go play that shit uh secondly uh fucking this is a dumb little conversation but Kara well, and i watched it. ready player one oh, for the first time <laughs> yeah i had never seen it before
2: did it remind you of columbus did remind you of Home Sweet it, Home? It, yeah, it's <laughs> it did. So
1: it's there's so much nostalgia because it just it's so you you can see all the build the buildings that we know and love.
2: Yeah, did you go to? <laughs> did they pan over Hound
0: Dogs? <laughs> it did. It was on top of eight other people. Oh, yeah, but <laughs> did, was there a gratuitous? He works at
1: Hound Dogs.
2: Was there a gratuitous the Ohio State University shout out?
0: <laughs> Surprise. what about I the know. horseshoe?
2: Was the horseshoe in the movie? <laughs> I
1: honestly don't even know if they have any shots like of
2: the city. Did they show yeah, I mean Fishinger and Sayoto and that awful
0: interchange? No. I Damn like it. honestly it yeah there's like there's no real establishing shots but there's a couple of shots that show the city and I don't think they use the skyline at all. It definitely could have been literally any city anywhere in the world.
2: What if the establishing shot was New York? <laughs> this Columbus <laughs> in the future, <laughs> and it's like New York today. <laughs> and you're like, this is crazy. <laughs> is that the Freedom Tower? <laughs> well, what
1: did you think of? What did you think of the movie, Kevin?
0: Uh, it was honestly better than I thought. I uh, when it came out, it got shit on a ton, and so I think my expectations were just really low. And also, uh, one of Kara's friends actually gifted me the book. Uh, so I read the first like three or four chapters, and that's about as far as I made it into the book. Uh, Kara actually finished the whole thing and spent a hilarious amount of the runtime in the movie getting super angry at it for changing stuff from the book. Uh, that was probably the highlight for me. <laughs> I mean, like,
1: has she ever seen an adaptation before?
0: Yes, I don't know why (laughs) this one hit her so hard she didn't even particularly (laughs) like the book. (laughs) Um, But I mean, so one of my issues I had with the book that caused me to stop reading it so early on was it had no faith in the reader's ability to piece shit together. So it would be like, he pulled up in a car with, like, a gray car with gall wing doors and, like wires and everything sticking out all of it it was the delorean from back to the future and it's just like yeah i fucking like understood that based on your description like you didn't have to specifically tell me then afterwards what it was uh and that that was one thing that like concerned me going into the uh going into the movie was i was not sure if it was going to be really bad in that regard like oh my god it's tracer and laura craft and and there was surprisingly almost none of that uh, there were tons and tons of uh, cameos and references and stuff that were on there and didn't get any sort of like direct mention they were just there uh, i was also Honestly, kind of surprised by some of the fucking references they had in there. Uh, the most baffling one was Mad Balls. Oh my god!
1: <laughs> oh yeah, I, I remember seeing that. I mean, you can continuously look through everything and just see there's so many. This like, is everything. You can go I on hate. and on for hours.
2: <laughs> this, this is like cyanide to me. God, this why i don't need this nostalgia crack and this is like (laughs) it's like if we don't have enough money to make all these remakes what if we made a movie that had all this shit in there and they found ready player one and it seems like that's what they spat out how much of the movie were you spent thinking like that's the terminator or that's tracer from overwatch
0: like none like all those kind of stuff is super quick uh there aren't any references that they just like sit and make you bathe in for extended periods of time like it's all like super quick like a couple frames
1: i mean except for like the whole like pete set piece with like king kong and stuff oh my i God. mean you kind of have to
2: bathe I, in that so i have a question a do you guys bit. know the imagination land trilogy in south park yes and it's just yeah, like a yeah, yeah. full of references and Butters is just no. like, oh, it's Predator. Oh no, Alien.
0: <laughs> it, yeah, there's it's, Freddy. It, it is, gets... that,
2: is that what it is? Like, is is this like a non-parodic version of the Imagination Land episodes?
1: I mean, there there is like a pseudo story. I mean, like it has a... It's not a pseudo and... story.
0: It's not just a bunch of fucking references tied together from shot to shot. There's a story with a fucking point And, like, the vast majority of the references are super quick. Like, there's one scene where it shows a guy running through, like, a first-person shooter-type game. And, like, he kills, like, a made-up character. Like, when I say made-up character, like, totally original design and everything. Like,
1: original character,
0: original character. Oh, Freddy Krueger. Like, original character, original character, like Jason. And, like, it's just super quick and, like, blink-and-you-miss-it kind of shit for the most part. How close is this to VR yeah, Like
1: Oh my Fucking
0: gosh. <laughs> not at all. Are you sure? Cause it seems <laughs> like
1: mean, VR the, Chat the is concept. one step away from
2: Ready Player One. Was there Uganda Luck Knuckles in there?
1: No. Um there is like a little they pan through like a bunch of like worlds or whatever, and there is like a Mario
2: world. And there was someone going, Do you know the way? It <laughs> started clicking into the
0: camera. <laughs> and you're like, I oh. mean, the concept of the Oasis that, like, most of the movie takes place in the virtual world is essentially it's, just a uh, really yeah. big VR chat.
1: It's like souped up VR chat, yeah. And, I mean, I think it's really funny how they have all these characters in the background and all these references, but, like, the main characters, like, most of the people are just their own made-up, like, avatars.
2: So, So, is Ready Player One, like, another version of the Dead Sea Scrolls? Do you think, like, it's pretending a
0: future that is coming out? I mean, in the same way that any movie that takes place in 2045 is. I don't know, man.
2: Like, it seems like everything's leading up to this moment. The Macy's Day Parade... Ninja VR chat, and now this movie. It all seems to tie together pretty well.
0: Yeah, I mean, fucking Columbus is a huge tech hub. Yeah, with the <laughs> it is, isn't it? <laughs>
1: um, I did like the part at the end with Mega Godzilla. I'm not gonna lie. Oh <laughs> my god! Of, <laughs> of
2: course, course you, you did. would.
1: they use they use the iconic theme and the sound that you know
2: i like that part (laughs) so you like the references you like huh is that what what we're getting out of this well it
1: it was it was interesting because it's um yeah it's (laughs) like a mecha godzilla not based off like an old godzilla design but the um the new legendary Godzilla design, so it looks a little different than we've seen before. It's
2: cool. Jesus Christ. Uh, all right. Was there any franchise that should have been there and wasn't? Like, was Star Wars not in there? I can't imagine it would have been. Were there any Disney characters? There, I
0: don't think There so, are
1: people but... in the background with lightsabers of in course. the big final battle, but there's no, like, direct, like, oh, my God, that's an A.T.S.D., 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 <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, I think some of that would have fit in the final battle scene definitely, but yeah, there wasn't anything like that that I saw. There was a fair, there was at least one scene that was like laden with uh, Star Trek references, which was right at the beginning when it shows this famous, like essentially the new Steve Jobs within the universe, his funeral is just like oh, yeah, all the he's flower arrangements. With Star are, Trek. <laughs> yeah, like the Enterprise and all that kind of stuff. Um, I mean, again, like, none of them are super vital to the plot. I mean, it's roughly comparable to, like, Wreck-It Ralph, at least the first one. Like, there's a lot more, but, you know, it's roughly that level.
1: Well, and the whole ending is, like, a big battle, like, on a mountain. Like, it's the exact same kind of ending
2: as Wreck-It Ralph. Hmm? Did Wreck-It Ralph end on a mountain? I don't remember this. I mean at all. that
0: volcano thing.
2: Oh. Yeah, I guess so. Were there any characters that were jobbed out? Like, man, Master Chief really got fucked up there. Like, did that happen?
0: No. Oh. now that I remember. It was like, man, Gundam really took one in the team. I will say that they I had mean, a Gundam the, in there the and s- did not have a scene with somebody. Yeah, the, like that's a Gundam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's the, not a mobile The Gundam suit.
1: was like it was badass for, like, so short a time. And then he just, like, I, ran I, out of time to use the Gundam. Oh, that sucks. So then he he just, like, turned back into his avatar and then just got instantly killed. <laughs> like,
0: I, I will say that uh, that was an instance of the person being clearly wrong. Because they had this item that would let them transform into any giant robot for two minutes. And they chose a Gundam. And it's just like, literally, uh, you know, the correct answer to that is Tengen Toppin, Gurren Lagann. It's a giant robot that is 18 million oh, light years tall. Oh, God, Kevin. <laughs> I it mean, it is Galaxy Unfallable. ended that fight. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, so yeah. I don't know. Like, I enjoyed it. It's on HBO. If you have HBO Now or HBO Go, I think it's worth a watch.
2: We just spoiled the shit out of it, so you can enjoy that.
0: (laughs) Oh no, they know there's a Gundam. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Outside of that, I also played uh, a pretty good amount of the Anthem uh, demo. It didn't even call itself a beta, it just called itself a demo. Uh, Isn't that game coming out in a couple weeks? Yeah, like the 22nd, I think. Yeah, it's a couple weeks. yeah, apparently comes out like the 15th in some region, maybe Europe, and then the 22nd here in America. In the Euros. Uh, I am really kind of torn. Uh, people on the subreddit loved to point out again and again that the demo they gave us is apparently kind of an old build, like potentially six weeks old-ish. Kevin, and,
2: can I pause you for a second? Yeah, what's up? I I know nothing about this. So, I I really haven't even followed Anthem. Can you like tell me what the setup of the demo was and like what the game's like? Man, and, I was
1: trying to piece together the plot. And There's a plot. Um, I thought this was Or just like what the world setup is and like what you're doing and who is who and like who you're fighting. Yeah, can both of you guys and, uh, like go through that? I'll let the Kevin go. Basic...
0: Yeah, the basic concept is it's fucking destiny with flying around like Iron Man. Like, it is, you know, almost... But you're on, like, Pandora. You're not on Earth. Uh, But so, like, as a result, the map's, like, way bigger because you're flying around constantly. Um, And they did not give you much uh, of a story. There were three story missions in the demo that all focused around this one guy, Matthias. So you're interacted with him... A pretty good amount. Um, but like. There's some alien race. Called the Seekers. You know they're the kind of standard. Forerunner type race. So they have all these artifacts. And ruins and stuff they've left behind. That contain super powerful technology. You and some group called the Dominion. Are both after them. Uh, and so. Most of the enemies you're going to fight. Are Dominion. Then other ones are going to be like monsters and creatures from the world and that kind of stuff
2: so from what you played like everything Bioware said about this having like a really deep narrative a la Mass Effect or like their traditional RPGs that's all horseshit
0: I mean uh, I don't think it. I don't think I can say it's horseshit from the demo the I mean you know it was three uh, missions that they seemed a little more in depth than Destiny tends to be, but like it's still three missions out of fucking however many are going to be in the game, and you only dealt with one character, and there are definitely others. Uh, But I mean, that's going to be part of the issue for me, is like, everybody made a big deal about how old of a build the demo was, and like, I'm going to have to wait to see how much of that is true, because they use that as an excuse to uh, hand wave away a ton of uh, technical issues uh, like I had the game crash multiple times including oh yeah, my PS4 just totally shutting off although I'm not entirely sure that wasn't like an overheating thing uh, but the game itself just crashed to the PS4 home screen multiple times um, if you're flying around in the open world especially during like free play uh, there are a lot of really heavy frame rate drops when you're just flying around. Like chugging. Yeah. yeah.
1: Also like feel shitty. There was a time where Kevin and I were playing and we had we make with a rando and we were doing a dungeon and we were in a pretty um pretty big battle piece and it was like It was, like, lagging so bad. This was, like, right before the servers all crashed, though. But, um, like, I was, like, all over the place. I couldn't even tell what my character was, like, doing or, like, what direction. It wasn't, like, I was, like, rubber banding while I was, like, trying to fly this Iron Man suit around. So you can imagine, like, how jarring that is.
2: (laughs) So, all the technical issues aside, when it was running well, was it fun? And what was the gameplay loop
0: like? Uh... I mean, the gameplay loop again is very much like Destiny. Um, the the story missions were kind of like, you know, hey, go so Kevin, here. is
2: it a loot shooter?
0: Yes, oh, it's very much okay. a loot shooter. I did not know that. All right, um, but yeah, I mean, it's go here, kill a bunch of guys, maybe inspect something, go here, it's kill third a bunch person, of guys. Yeah, then go to some last place, maybe fight a boss, or maybe fight a bunch of guys. And that and kind you're of thing.
2: Getting stuff for your suit? Like, is it like a mech thing where you're like upgrading parts of your suit and
0: stuff like yeah, that? Yeah. Uh, okay. So you'll essentially get an L1 ability, an R1 ability, an R1 plus L1 ability, and then you have two guns. Um okay. And then like a couple just like, you know, passive bonuses. So there's six ish slots that you'll find stuff for, and like stuff like, uh, Again, like Destiny, the weapons can be used by any of the javelins. Other, like the abilities, are javelin specific. What's a javelin? Um, that's essentially the classes, the suit you're in. They're so, all javelins, and so
2: it's like javelin yes. something. Okay. Gotcha.
1: Yeah, sound like how in like um,
0: Pacific Rim they're called Jaegers.
1: Gotcha. The suits. Yep. Yeah. Or so they Roger they're called. That.
0: The demo started you in the Ranger. Which is like the basic middle of the road javelin. Um, yeah,
1: you're like Soldier seventy six type.
0: Yeah, and so it would give you like a homing missile and a grenade, and then like as you play that, you can find other things like you can find like uh, poison darts and an arm laser and kind of switch up what you like. And then once you reach, you started at level 10. Once you reached level 12, you could unlock one of the other uh, javelins. So, like, I did the Storm, which is the very, like, magic castery, essentially. Uh, Matt did the. What's it called, Matt? Uh, Interceptor, I think. Yeah, the Interceptor. It's very, like, roguelike, very melee focused, very fast. And Ben did the Colossus, which is the giant tank type. Uh, And I was really pleasantly surprised at how differently they played. At least between the Ranger and the Storm. Are there Um, only three? There's four. So there's Colossus, Ranger, Storm, uh, Interceptor. And you guys played all of them? Yeah, I mean, we each only played two. But between the three of us, we played all of them. Um, But so, like, the... uh, the ranger, the one we started with, uh, was you know like Matt said, it's a very soldier. You're mostly on the ground shooting things. You got grenade, you got homing missiles. Whereas the storm got like a huge defense buff if it was floating in the air, and so you would be like pretty much flying above the battlefield, launching thunderstorms and ice shards and stuff. Um, and then also each one had a separate uh, like ultimate but the ultimate was specific to the javelin type and in the demo at least there was no way to change them out so like all rangers had the same ultimate all storms had the same ultimate and that would be cool to see change but i don't really expect to see that be a thing in the full release cool
1: yeah i really liked i really liked the interceptor it was like it was crazy how it moved and it was, it 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 maneuvered completely different from when I was the, uh, the first one, uh, the soldier class. Um, I mean, if, if the technical issues are fixed in the final build, it might be worth uh, a play for me. I feel. Are you guys
0: going to buy it? So that's the thing is based on my experience with that, the technical issues and everything, uh, I'm going to wait till reviews start coming out, see if those things are actually fixed, see what people are kind of saying about how good the story actually is, because the story's halfway decent it's definitely worth playing, even if you don't end up in the end game, like loot cycle.
1: Um, uh, I really liked all the customization. It seemed like you could really kind of fine tune your suit to make it look the way that you want it to look. Um, they didn't really show off a lot of the extra, um, like, cosmetic unlocks. There wasn't a whole lot available for that, but we'll see. There could be a whole lot of really cool-looking shit.
0: Yeah, that is something to mention. The Because uh, right away, you start with the ability to totally recolor uh, your javelin, like, head foot with a ton of different color choices. You can choose uh, whether, like each one is broken down into like essentially like five different uh, areas. So it'll be like, you know, kind of the main color, the secondary color, tertiary, so on and so forth. And so in addition to being able to choose what color that is from like a color wheel, giving you, you know, fucking unlimited options, you can choose what kind of material it's made out of. So like if you want metal or plastic or cloth or fucking whatever, um, So that gives you a huge range to make your javelin look totally different from anyone else. And then they also have uh, cosmetic armor pieces. Because nothing you equip to your javelin makes it look different. But then there are cosmetic armor pieces you can get that just change the aesthetic. Gotcha,
2: And I guess I'm so how do you feel about, like, do you think, what are your, out of how many cabins, or how many mats, do you think, like, it has a chance of doing well? Because, like, if this doesn't go well, like, Bioware's just going to get shut down, right? Like, that's sort of like the loop we're in. (laughs) This is, like, circling the drain territory now. You know?
0: Yeah, and honestly, like, it has me a little bit concerned, because, like, I enjoyed it, but again, it is so similar to Destiny in so many ways, that, like, it's not Gonna pull anyone away who's super invested in that, and it kind of remains to be seen with how the end game ends up shaping up as to whether it beats Destiny, like whether the end game is more interesting in Anthem than it is in Destiny. Because I will say, oh, like, gameplay wise, Destiny feels better, like, the gun feel and shooting and everything is definitely point to destiny
1: i think however i think anthem has more in-depth combat elements and i feel like it has a more fun spectrum of combat like i I was having a blast we only played for a little bit and like like i said technical issues aside i like the game so um, yeah the one thing i didn't like that wasn't technical was the game kind of comes to a screeching halt when you do anything outside of the suit. Yeah. Like, uh, the first person felt really sluggish and, um, it, 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 I don't know. There was just, I understand that it has to happen. Like there has to be that split kind of like, Oh, you're out in the world. Oh, you're in the hub. But I feel like the hub has
0: a lot to desire. Well, and I mean, again, like, I don't want to be unfavorable to it, but there's a direct comparison in Destiny. And when you go to the tower to go to the bank or buy stuff or whatever, and it doesn't feel that shitty. Your character moves quickly. The tower isn't that huge. You can get there's from one side like, to the other like, random shit
1: to fuck around and do, you know? Like- yeah the ball or the lava game or just like just fucking jumping around
0: yeah whereas in anthem the town is fucking huge and you move like you're walking through molasses and so like that's one thing that needs to happen is like a pretty significant walking speed increase
1: and you don't see any other players in the town or anything it's just you yeah, you know it's just kind of weird. So yeah, so, I... so like when you're playing with other people, like when we are playing, and like one of us goes out of suit, and like the other people are in the lobby or whatever, like there's n- there's no really no way to tell like what's going on. I don't know.
0: Yeah, you don't know if they're doing a quest, like talking to NPCs, or in the forge editing their suit, or sitting around ready to go, like. Yeah, there's some major issues. It's definitely not going to be a Destiny killer right off the bat. And, uh, yeah, But and depending I wish could on how like... different...
2: Didn't Destiny you just can't... commit suicide, though? Why does it need to be a Destiny killer? Like, Destiny's killing itself just fine.
0: I mean, it, from everything I've seen, the Forsaken expansion has really improved it. The Forsaken That's... expansion has been like Taken King.
2: Oh that's ridiculous. I mean, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying it's ridiculous it requires a full expansion to get to a place. Yeah. Where I, I mean, I
0: <laughs> I agree, but
2: Okay. Uh, Good for
0: Destiny, I guess. Yeah. And so the last thing I got up to actually in the like couple hours before we started recording was I started playing Apex Legends, uh which is the new battle royale game from Respawn, uh the devs who did the Titanfall games. Yes. Is it free to play? Um, I, you, It's on PS4, it's on Xbox, it's on PC. I've been playing it on PC. Um, and so it does uh, manage to differentiate itself. Uh, when we talked about this, like just personally in our group, we talked about it as if it was like a spin off of Titanfall, and it's not. It's definitely a totally separate IP. Um, which is why there are no (laughs) giant robots in the game.
1: So why did people
0: think it was a spinoff of Titanfall? I don't know. Fucking one of you guys suggested that it was, and I just ran with it.
2: It was from that Uh, article I sent from Kotaku. It said, like, this is a Titanfall, like, you know, multiplayer thing. I just think it's because it's from Respawn. Everyone assumed that they were working on, like, a sequel to Titanfall 3, you know, and it definitely that doesn't seem to be the case, which is fine. Yeah, I, I mean, mean it seems
0: cool. Yeah, it's it's definitely different because you don't have any of the wall running. So like, it's not even the same kind of movement mechanics within running around. You get the like, you know, the power slide kind of thing, which is super helpful for going. If you're like going downhill, you can fucking book it downhill. Um, but so unlike a lot of battle royale games where you have like the solos and the duo and the four person squads. This is three person every time. Like you don't have a choice. You're going to get match make into a three person squad. Uh, and they try really hard to tie it together to the point that uh, when you like drop out of the airship, the three of you are literally like bound together. And one person is, considered like in control and will decide where you land and everything and so while you're falling you can like hit a button to be like I'm going off on my own I want to land here instead but like it really pushes you super hard to be in a squad and stay together as a squad um, also instead of 100 players it has 60 the maps not big enough to handle 100 people I don't think uh, outside of that, it's uh, the kind of standard, like you land, you have nothing, you have to find armor and weapons and attachments and uh, med kits and all that kind of stuff. Um, and then a circle will close in smaller and smaller, forcing everyone together until you have one team left standing. Um, one of the... Uh, big differences between like the big uh, battle royales out there though it's by no means the first one to do this is it has like a class uh, like an overwatch kind of system where there's different characters that have different abilities and different ultimates and so when you uh, queue up and it puts a team of three together it'll actually uh, set an order by random and it'll be like hey you're picking the character first, then after they pick, you pick, and then like the third person picks uh, to give you an idea of what your team comp is and all that. Uh, but yeah, so I played a couple hours of it. I actually enjoyed it a lot. I figured I'd just try it just to talk about it on here, but I ended up really liking it. Um... Is this going to
2: replace Fortnite for you? From what you played, isn't it like fully out now? Still release. Yeah,
0: it's yeah, it's just totally out, one hundred percent. There are currently eight uh, classes, and I think everybody has access to the same six initially, and then you can unlock the other two. Um, and so you can do that either by. Uh, you earn like a certain currency when you level up, and so you can use that, you know, save that up as you level up to unlock them, or, you know, use real world money to just unlock them early. And then outside of that, the uh, the monetization model is essentially like uh, Overwatch. It's every time you level up, you get a little box, and that will give you, you know, skins and. Emotes and that kind of thing, and then Loot you can boxes just. boxes are everywhere. Yeah, so you get one every time you level up, or you can just spend a bunch of money and buy a bunch of them, and you know try and unlock skins you want early. Cool. Uh,
2: I was really hoping this was a Titanfall game, and it's cool. That it's a different IP because I've would been really sad if there were no Max. But anything that eats away at Fortnite. It's good in my book. So,
0: you know. Uh, And the thing is, it's probably not going to eat away from Fortnite. Just because of the way it is, it'll be much more like PUBG, Blackout. Like, those are the kind of games it's competing against. Is it super violent? Is it, like, M-rated,
2: like the Titanfall games are?
0: No, I mean, it's... I don't know that it's M-rated. I don't know that it got a rating at all. But, like, I mean, I don't remember uh Titanfall being that violent. There's not like a ton of blood or anything, but the shooting mechanics work M? a lot like I uh, maybe it doesn't
2: matter. Who cares? <laughs> this is a good point. But yeah, the shooting
0: mechanics <laughs> are very similar. There's not a ton of blood or anything. Oh, the other thing that uh is different from the battle royales I've played is that like, you know, you get shot, you go down and can be revived but then even if somebody finishes you off from that point uh, your teammate can get to your body and take a little thing to take you to a respawn center and you'll get like drop shipped back into the game Uh, but then you land with nothing again and have to find (laughs) weapons and start over but it allows you to kind of build your team up again even if two of them get knocked out cool
2: so yeah. Uh, yeah. Um So is your big game just like Hollow Knight now? Is that what you're going to be playing? And commenting on for the
0: next couple of weeks? Uh I mean I still want to get back to God of War and NieR Automata as well, but uh just because uh the last like week or so having being able to play Hollow Knight so well on my Win 2 has made it really easy to put extra time into that. I can get 10 minutes into that game every time I take a crap, so...
1: (laughs) Your craps take 10 minutes. You should see a doctor. This is true. This is a good point. It should should just slide right out.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, Matt, what did you get up to this week?
1: Um, I'll start off with... um, I played some Resident Evil 2, the remake. Um I like I like it. It's fun. Um I've said before that I haven't played the original PlayStation One version. Um Um I like how the game looks new, but it's like you're obviously playing like an old game, you know what I mean? Like when you pick up loot and stuff, like it has that old time that old uh resident evil feel to it still which Mm -hmm. i like um i'm not used to a resident evil game where you have to conserve ammo and like pick and choose who you fight you know what i mean yeah Um, in resident evil 4 it's like every zombie you see you're pretty much supposed to kill (laughs) because you get shit from them you know you get loot and um other things and um uh, in this game you don't necessarily sometimes you you can't even kill the zombie in front of you you have to just fucking run away from them yeah like uh the game gets significantly better once you get the combat knife and you can start using that to like help you when you kind of get in trapped and like you're like fuck i don't have any ammo but like there's like three or four zombies in this room i got to get around
0: <laughs> um, luckily That's pretty early in the game, right?
1: Yeah um, And besides that I've been playing uh, I played Anthem with you guys um, For that short period of time I kind of wish I had played it a little more But I don't know what What kept me from playing on Friday I, I, I think I was complaining about being tired Or something <laughs> yep. Um, uh, I kind of wish I just manned it up and
2: through.
1: played it on Friday, so I could have played it a little bit more on Saturday. Because I had no time at all to play it on Sunday. Um, and I've been chugging along in Zelda. Uh, that's We're gonna be Zelda. a. I'm still. Um, I haven't done the any other dungeons yet. I'm gonna do the Zora dungeon here next play session um i was gonna not do that one first and go for another one but i kept getting my ass kicked by being completely underpowered for that area and i was just like "Uh, i should just power up by doing some shrines and filling out some of my world map before i get into the dungeons because that's kind of what i like about the game i like um going to the Tower to tower in a way And finding the, the different shrines And doing those puzzles I really like that aspect of the game
0: Well yeah and I mean like There's You don't have to do them in order I don't think but like it No certainly feels like the game Pushes you really yeah. hard Into doing the uh Divine beasts in a certain order
1: I've I spent like I wasted an entire play session just like trying to traverse this area of the map that i was just like i shouldn't have been there at all like (laughs) (laughs) and i just kept getting one-shotted by just about everything i came across and i was like i need some hearts man like (laughs) i need to do some shrines so i think that's what i'm gonna do for a little while is just fill out my map get some shrines and um Kind of get a little better at the combat because, like, it 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 can it can be unforgiving at times. Those guardians, man, like I I can I still haven't been able to defeat one. Like I keep having to just fucking run while. away. Yeah. Like I I tried my best today on one, and uh, I just eventually had to like run behind a stone and teleport away. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, I'm not gonna do this <laughs> Um. yeah the game is great there's not I mean there's so much praise to be said about it so like uh, every time I talk about it I'm probably gonna say oh, it's good
0: <laughs> that's fair it's a good fucking um, game
1: yeah I do kind of wish there was more to do with all these like monster p- parts I'm getting cuz like you kill so many monsters versus yeah. like finding the critters to use them with that I just end up selling yeah, all yeah I that mean that's
0: shit. definitely that was a huge part of uh my experience playing the game was just being like holy shit I have so much fucking stuff and I have no ability to combine this and there's no goddamn recipe book in the game so like I can't even know what I should be looking for
1: um, I watched a couple of things this week. I've been, um, well, I've been watching True Detective season three as it's been airing this week. They have, uh, I think episode five came out and, um, when you're about halfway through any of these types of crime shows, the stuff starts kind of ramping up a, a wee bit more than, than the first couple episodes where it's like introducing you to things. So this the show's getting really good. Um the acting in it is uh is is always really surprising for the uh, the true detective series cuz it kind of brings people like like Steven Dorff like haven't seen him since fucking Blade. And, <laughs> yeah. As Deacon and, <laughs> Frost. Yeah. Yeah. And then he did some really shitty vape commercials. He should sure did. And then <laughs> And now he's in True Detective, and he he kills it. This I I really like his character in this in this season. Um. So I just uh, I'm interested to see how this series fills out. Have you Have you been watching it, Sud? I know you're a True Detective fan.
2: Oh yes, very much so. It's great. Uh, Mahesh Ali is incredible.
1: Um, yeah, he's killing it this year. He's like. Like, he's on a combo that hasn't been broken yet.
2: Yeah, he's killing it, and he's also, like, within the True Detective pantheon, like, he's giving Rust and Cole, like, a run for his money as, like, the best character in that series.
1: Oh, yeah. He's so good. Even within the first couple episodes.
2: Yeah, he's been been absolutely outrageous. Um, First couple episodes were slow burn, but it's really picked up steam. Uh, It's really good. Uh, I I like the second like so True Tech is so weird because people love the first season and most people don't like the second season. I like the second season fine. I don't like it as much as the first one. This one's really interesting. It really brought back that weird like culty creepy shit
0: that. um... It's an anthology series, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're not. None of them are
2: related.
1: So far, people are thinking that this season might turn around and link back to the first season somehow. But I feel like those people are like grasping for really tiny tiny threads
2: yeah it doesn't seem likely at all um yeah but it is like got a similar vibe to it you know it's like yeah
1: it has a lot of nostalgia stuff like flashing back and forth through narratives which really wasn't present in the second season so much um i also watched uh vice with christian bale and amy adams and steve carell uh the movie is um is insane just (laughs) i i i was joking and saying before like how i was like i don't understand why people are saying this movie is a comedy but like there are parts where it it breaks from its form and just becomes a comedy for like split seconds because it's adam mckay you know and and that was hilarious like i don't I don't necessarily want to um spoil it for kevin because i know he hasn't seen it but he probably will eventually see the movie but there's a part that's just like it's it's kind of bonkers um
0: well i mean the the whole concept is kind of similar to the big short right in a way yeah comedy of just like look how absurd this whole fucking thing it's
2: very different i mean yes it is a comedy the say that it's in the same vein as the big short is not really accurate because the big short is absurd this is more like wow this is what evil looks like and it's (laughs) (laughs) it's like got a black humor through Um, everything um and they're I feel like, like Christian it's not a huge Bale spoiler. Ha,
1: has has to get the, the Oscar this year because oh, yeah. it's 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 chilling his performance. You forget it's not Dick Cheney at times. And it's really fucking crazy. The one thing I will say is like the movie is like a lot of people talking really quietly. Like Dick Cheney himself, he kinda is a monotone mumbler. Yeah. and it's like i was sitting here i was watching it kind of late at night and i was like what the fuck hold on i need to turn the volume up and then all <laughs> of a sudden it's like well let's throw some uh like cuz you know he's the greatest warmonger of our time so there's going to be like intersections between like dick cheney going like and then like bombs. So like I'd be like trying to see what he was going blah, 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 blah about. And then like all of a sudden bombs and shit would be going and I'd be like, shit, Megan's asleep, goddammit.
0: <laughs> Do you not watch movies with subtitles on?
1: Um the there were not subtitles available.
0: Fair.
2: Um, uh, yeah, and that's actually what I was gonna say. Like the dichotomy between like war scenes and like incredibly fucked up shit and then like what's actually occurring in dick cheney's life is kind of amazing and it's just really well (laughs) shot um the movie is a little long for my taste but beyond that i really like it
1: it was very long i actually had to watch it in like two two parts because like i started watching it kind of late and then i was like man i gotta go to bed and then i woke up and just like immediately finished it um I wish Sam Rockwell was in it more, cause he's, he's so good. He, he's he's one of my kind of favorite actors in a way, and like just having him be uh, George Bush was, was 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 fun. I uh I do wish Steve Carell tried to separate his normal talking voice and tried to like kind of make a a, a bit of a Rumsfeld impersonation. You know what I mean? But there were so many times where it's like, he just is fucking Steve Carell.
2: Like, yeah. I thought he, he was really looked, good in the role, to be honest.
1: He was really good in a lot of scenes, but in some scenes, he was just like, I just was, I was like, okay. I'm trying to buy him as Rumsfeld, but I don't know if Rumsfeld was this uh, giddy. <laughs> I don't, I think that, like, because of some of the polarization of our times that this movie's not going to quite get the recognition it deserves because there are people who are not even going to look at it because of the plastic bag they live in over their head. You mean bubble? (laughs) Plastic bubble? (laughs) No, I'm saying plastic bag. It's a toxic plastic bag they're suffocating in.
0: (laughs) I mean, I don't think those kind of people would have ever seen this movie regardless this is true. Um, yeah. Like you're talking about the people, you know, who own like both uh, Ghost Rider movies. <laughs> it's true. Well, I haven't thought
2: about it that way, but it's, it's I'm sure Vice. Unfair.
0: You don't. You don't have Vice sitting next to Ghost Rider: Spirit of Vengeance. I'm sure. <laughs>
1: I'm sure the show the uh, turnouts in certain. It'd be interesting to see like what states you know, like the sh- the viewings, like where people were seeing that movie.
0: <laughs> yeah, I can see that being an interesting map. Um,
1: it does a a really good job of because, like, we as um the generation that we are we kind of grew up in the midst of all of that shit you know what i mean like we were young adults our minds were developing we were critically thinking all the time because we were in school so we kind of like digested all of that all of those events i feel like differently than any of the other generations that we yeah. have so i look at a lot of the things that were going down in vice and I was like man this is some painfully horrific shit to have to be like looking at again in a way you know
2: yeah I really felt that too I was like I can't you know I can't believe people forgot how much a piece of shit the fucking Bush Cheney empire was you know and like how mm-hmm. crazy that whole time was just cause like Donald Trump's stuff is way crazier you know by, by any metric but the thing about Vice is, yeah. just, it's not like a documentary, but he is a very competent person. He's competent for very evil and nefarious means, but Dick Cheney's a scary fucking guy, and Vice really shows that. Uh, towards the end of the movie, there's this like familial element, and I'm not, and I'm not really going to go too much into it, but that familial element, like, it's just, it like hurts, like very. In your heart, as to like what he chooses to do for power, and it's yeah. I like, get what you're oh saying. Oh my yeah. god, like you piece of shit! It was like the one <laughs> redeeming quality about you, and you threw it away because mm-hmm. for what? You know, yeah, for and, nothing, literally. Yeah, and it's just wild. It's it's such an interesting movie. I can't, Kevin. You have like a comedic, like a comedy friend or something in Minneapolis who like fucking hated it, and you know, you were trying to get me triggered by saying Vice was garbage, but I'm glad you agree with me, like, Matt. Like, that movie's fucking great, and that guy's a moron.
1: I feel like I feel like, honestly, like this movie should be, like um, required viewing for uh, people in, like, high school. You know how you have to, like, watch a movie? Yeah, that, like, but it's oh, not real. Some...
2: Like, I think some of the stuff definitely It's not,
1: fake. but it could get people to, like, kind of look at the real story
0: in a way.
2: That's true, that's fair.
0: There's a lot of real to it.
2: Yeah, I mean the events. Yeah, I mean, did I happen. watched
0: Pirates of Silicon Valley in my programming class.
2: Yeah, and that's why you hate Steve Jobs now.
1: <laughs> but uh, that's basically what I've been up to, man. Um, it's good to be back on the podcast. Sorry I wasn't here last week. I was. Uh, I, I had a Shameful. terrible migraine all day, and just like. By the time you guys started recording, I was probably asleep. Cool. So, it's good cool to be breath. back back to life. Hopefully, uh, next week we can have the uh, the Avengers assemble.
0: Mm-hmm. We can save the world. All right, birthday boy, take us home.
2: Uh, uh, uh. I've been trying to get my dick sucked on Tinder. No, that's not true. Uh, <laughs> well, it's not entirely true. Uh, I've been playing Kingdom Hearts, uh, which is a whole another form of intellectual dick sucking which is the dick sucking <laughs> of Tetsuya Nomura and trying to fathom what has occurred. This game... Okay, so I want to talk about my history with Kingdom Hearts. You've played the first two games, right, Matt?
1: Yes, I quite enjoyed the first two games. And yeah. the Game Boy game. That's the only... Oh, you played all... Dream
2: Drop Distance?
1: No, the the Game Boy Advance game, sorry.
0: Chain of Memories. Chain of, Chain of, Memories. of Memories. yeah.
2: No, wait, is it? Or is it 352 by half? 352 Uh, by
1: half is the one that remade Chain of Memories.
0: Oh, okay. I think 352 by half was like DS?
1: Yeah, it was on the DS.
0: And Dream Difference was definitely 3DS. That's why it's got 3Ds. Yes.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: (laughs) Um, Fucking too clever for me.
2: Fucking Reggie. So. (laughs) (laughs) He definitely came up with the name yeah so this game is so good <laughs> and i have been so angry and like not hyped about this game until like literally the day it came out because i was just thinking to myself <laughs> i just don't want to fucking deal with this like i don't need to remember that there are heartless and nobodies and everyone got split into three and there's a real organization 13 and a fake organization 13 and i just it's just like and there's getting sorry which
1: Ansom is who
2: well, it might not be Ansem, it might be Xehanort I know. or Ziggle or, <laughs> or or Zemnos. <laughs>
0: I'm worried about spoilers, but
2: no, fuck No, you <laughs> can't could, spoil the game. You it can't took, spoil this game. You, it took <laughs> 15 minutes for me to lose where the story was going. <laughs> 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 and they even have, there's two half hour specials on the disc that what? try to explain like, what has happened in the previous games. And I've watched them both, and I still can't tell you <laughs> what has happened. It's madness
0: 15 minutes in Sud's eyes just Glazed over and he's like just point me At who to kill Just give me some fucking Donald And Goofy Just give me my fucking gummy ship
2: Oh fuck the gummy ship I hate the gummy ship So much They brought it back and it's shittier than ever Uh, I remember in the
1: first game I never I didn't ever do Anything with the gummy ship Anytime the gummy ship missions came up, I just put my controller down and just like did something else until it, like loaded the level. Like you can, you can't lose it. Like you can just sit. <laughs> you're, like your gummy will never blow up, like and make you redo a gummy level. So you just like fuck it. I'm just not like why would I even do this?
2: This is true. Um So i i tried to replay through kingdom hearts one with brian like we were going to try to beat kingdom hearts one and two before this game came out and when
0: did you start that
2: uh in december and i stopped halfway through kingdom hearts one because the game's awful it does not hold up well (laughs) no Um, i can't imagine and it was just like were you playing
0: on like a ps2 or the remake for ps4
2: the remake for ps4 they had like a sale um and it was like super cheap it was like 10 bucks for both of them and I was like sure like
1: the the game Damn. had such awful platforming like th- oh my forced God. into the it the
2: beginning when you're on that island and you have to collect the different parts so you can get off the island took us 45 minutes and you're not <laughs> doing anything but running around the game and here's the thing this game is like a PS2 game you're still doing the same shit you were doing in 2004 or whatever but for whatever reason like you, you have to go like collect items. Like you have to collect ingredients before you can move on. You know, and it becomes like a weird collectathon. That I thought that gameplay was just gone, um, but man, they they have improved the combat so much that it is what you know. How I think Matt, you might have mentioned it, but Ben definitely did. Like Resident Evil Two, the remake makes you feel like what Resident Evil Two was like on the PlayStation. You know what I mean? Like it was like, it's like evoking that same feeling even though it was never really like that. And yeah, game like 3. it. Yeah, go ahead.
1: It's the same like gameplay feel, but it looks like a new game.
2: Yeah, for sure.
1: Which is um, what a lot of people are asking for in a lot of these remakes.
2: Yep. Yep. Um and it's so good. Uh like the combat is incredible. The first level is Olympus. And it's like you're in God of War three. <laughs> it's like this <a> <laughs> is burning down around you. It's really <laughs> cinematic. Uh, there are a ton. Like the gameplay is pretty easy, but it's really vibrant. Uh, and so there's some really cool stuff. And it you've you play Final Fantasy fifteen, Kevin. So it actually takes that combat engine or it feels like it does with like the summons and things like that, but then overlays it with Disney stuff. So instead of summoning uh, like <laughs> the gods you do in Final Fantasy XV, it's like you're summoning a Disney ride, and the Disney ride's like attacking stuff. And there's just like, all this like, cool shit. But it shit. works
0: differently, right?
1: Don't they yeah. make this the summons like the park rides?
2: Yeah, they're park rides. That's what I was saying, like Disney shit. What more do you want from me? Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, I'm just saying the fucking way uh, you would be able to get a summon in Final Fantasy 15 was fucking terrible.
2: Yeah, it was terrible. This is way easier and it's like you get a summon like pretty much every time you fight. Um, nice.
1: I will say the few things I've watched. It looks like there's just so much shit happening on the screen.
2: Yeah. It's what mm-hmm. I assume doing acid feels like. <laughs> yeah, who know
1: who knows what that feels. Yeah, like. who knows what that's like, but <laughs> it's like that. I'm sure uh, there are some people who have tried it before, and those yeah, people are criminals.
2: They are criminals, but thank you for expressing to us how that felt like. <laughs> so we could then use it in this particular metaphor in a way that's not at all self-incriminating.
1: <laughs> or self-reflecting.
2: <laughs> or self-reflecting. <laughs> or flashback-causing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Anyway, uh, there are a lot of pretty colors. It flashes a lot. <laughs> um, the game's really self-referential in really funny ways. So the first two games came out before like smartphones existed, and so Sora's given a phone because there's an obligatory photo mode, and so he's given like a cell phone, and he's like, "What is this?" and he's like figuring out what a selfie is, and it's just so fucking funny. And then the title hate- screen. I
1: hate that there's, like... I, I understand that, like, photo modes are awesome in, in every game, but, like, oh, I'm so tired of, like, the little, like, you can do selfies and shit. Like,
2: ugh. <laughs> Uh I guess. I mean, it's kind of fun in this game, and to show that the the bullshit's not gone from Kingdom Hearts there are lucky emblems that are like imprints of like Mickey's face like sort of like in like uh, uh, all scattered throughout all the worlds and you have to capture them all on the phone for you to get the true ending so even if you beat the story mode you're not getting the real <laughs> ending unless you get all these fucking like pictures of like wow. different Mickey faces which is just like it's so kingdom hearts it's such horseshit and i love um, it so much
1: i have a question for you what's up So I played Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2, and I liked them, and I like all the Disney worlds you go to within them. I know in this game they updated it with a lot of the new Disney properties, uh, some of which I have not seen at all. I don't know. I've never seen uh, Hero 6 with the, the big fat guy. I haven't seen Tangled. I haven't seen Frozen. Am I going to roll my eyes for those entire segments
2: you'll love it i mean the only time that kingdom hearts is bad is when they bring in the story of kingdom hearts every time you're in a disney world (laughs) and like you're actually in the story of uh like the particular disney character it's really charming and like that's what that's what made the first game really special because you know you'd go through it and you'd have like a particular story that was tied to a particular world and that was always really really fun and really really sweet yeah but i'm saying like yeah, I liked
1: all those IPs. No, you don't need I don't... to. Like,
2: I promise you, play. Like, we're through the, we're getting through the Tangled world right now, and I'd never seen Tangled. And Rapunzel's incredible. She's so funny in in the game. Uh, it's like it's just like really well written. It's really witty uh, with the Disney characters. It's just every now and then you're just like, uh, here's Zemnos, and he's trying to make us all nobodies, and you're just like, wait. <laughs> huh like it's just like melodramatic horseshit and it's just so hard to remember what's going on and
1: can um are donald and goofy like can you still can you go in and like um edit like kind of how they work as your partner or is is it even more intuitive
2: it's super intuitive and the best part about it is that they because there's more power under the hood of the playstation 4 um you never have to switch out characters, so you're not like choosing a character to go away when a party joins you. In fact, in the Toy Story world, uh, Woody and Buzz are with you the whole time, Dang. and so like you're fighting with like five people. It's like really. Cool. I was
0: hoping you were going to tell me you just get like an army of those little green aliens, <laughs> <laughs> and it, it, just it becomes, becomes like Pikmin. Pikmin, yeah. <laughs> that
1: would be actually awesome.
2: That would be awesome, but not quite.
1: I want Pikmin Four so bad. Sorry, but anyways. Yes, thank you.
2: That's uh, very, very helpful. Um, so the game's actually really good. It's way better than it has any right to be. Uh, it is melodramatic as fuck. They oh, they, but can I talk about more references in the game though? That are really early. Um, yeah, go ahead. There there is no so there is no title screen that says Kingdom Hearts 3. When it smashes to the title screen it says Kingdom Hearts 2.9. What? <laughs> like they know what? how much bullshit it is. Wait, when does
0: it become Kingdom Hearts 3?
2: It never does. The title screen's <laughs> Kingdom Hearts 2.9. I bet no, fucking wait.
0: literally before it rolls credits is gonna <laughs> fucking go Kingdom Hearts three, and like the story is gonna be such that it's gonna fucking blow your mind. Isn't that right, Brand? Are gonna be like fucking what? <laughs> it, that is good.
1: I'm not like, ready for this game. It's I so have good. To, like, like, I like, I have to beat Zelda. And like, clear my plate. Like, I have, I can't, I can't have anything else going on when I start this game.
2: But, like, it knows all these things that are problems in the game, and yet it chooses to, like, commit those problems over and over again. (laughs) Like, I don't get it. It's so strange. Have Uh, you,
1: have you heard any of the history of, like, how Kingdom Hearts became Kingdom Hearts?
2: I mean, I just think they all got drunk. And, like, it was one of those planning sessions where every idea is a good idea, so nothing got cut. And so so they're just like, yeah, that sounds great. Let's put it in there. And it just has become this convoluted mess. Like, why isn't this just a story about, like, Sora trying to, like, find his friends with the help of Mickey and some Disney characters? Like, that could have been it. What is going on with, like, the heartless... Nobody's the fact that there's this ancient order at Organization thirteen that split themselves into three so that everyone's like triplicates and that Sora's got a shadow of Roxas and he's trying to find Roxas even though Roxas's own art has been merged with Sora's. And, it, like, and this is the knowledge I've gotten from playing through two 30- to 40-hour games and then also watching two movies and then also going to a PAX panel devoted to the plot. And I still can't say (laughs) for sure that I'm right. Well, maybe
1: at the end of this game... Final Fantasy
2: influence? I don't know.
1: You'll be right. Final
2: Fantasy are way way easier. I can tell you the plot of most Final Fantasy games. Pretty Yeah, most
1: of them revolve around crystals and Gaia and uh, a princess or a kingdom and then an evil empire or something.
2: (laughs) This is all true. Um, but the game's great. The combat's never felt better. Uh, the individual stories are really great, and it's been so long that every time I do get reintroduced to um, the main story, I just like take it. Like I'm just like, man, this is fucking stupid, and it's kind of hilarious. Uh, I, I'm so I've done. Uh, let's see, I did Olympus, and then I went to the other one, and now I'm entangled. So I've probably done like three worlds, three or four worlds uh -hmm. and it's just it's just way better than i thought it would be i honestly i got really hyped for it because i really wanted to see how the story ended and apparently there is an ending um but i also felt that like as i started to play the game i would just hate it again like there would just be moments where i just really hate it but it's really charming and it's like really action-oriented the god of war influences are through the roof which kind of makes sense because like the games were never really that controversial contemporaneous with god of war and sort of like how 3d action games have evolved since then and the melding of like these weird god of war mechanics uh and like epic set pieces that are constantly happening throughout the game levels it's like more linear than any of the other kingdom hearts like there's not a ton of backtracking um so it's more linear it's more epic moments that are occurring Sora's never felt more uh controllable he can sprint up walls now he like does a sweet dive bomb. There are a bunch of unique animations to kill a bunch of different enemies. And there's a ton of polish and care put into this game. There's an argument to me that Kingdom Hearts 3 is one of the best-looking games ever made. Uh, Like, no joke. Like, the way that the art style transitions between different worlds and how they all, like, get redesigns. And everything just, like, has so much color and pop to it that is just really unique and just so quintessentially Japanese and Kingdom Hearts specifically. Uh, the gummy ships are awful. They've taken it off rails, and so it's now like an open area where you have to fly around and like actually find out where you need to go, um, and that's like tedious because pl- finally the gummy ship is just really bad. And the story's still a convoluted mess. But beyond that, like I hardly recommend this game. And it's ridiculous to say it after like thirteen years, but the wait is worth it. I think it's
1: so weird that there's a game that exists where you can say. The story is a convoluted mess. There's a portion of the game that's just completely terrible, and I hate playing it, but I love the game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck? It's, that's Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> yeah, like, it, it, is the, it is a very unique and insane game. I remember when the first one came out, I was just like, so Final Fantasy and Disney characters, what the fuck?
2: <laughs> but the like, Final Fantasy characters are completely gone now. Like they're barely—I like, don't even think they're referenced at all, really. And it's—I'm like, sure
1: they'll come up near the end. Like I'm sure like they will be some. In. Here's some Cloud. Ba- come up Yeah, help like us. <laughs> oh, Cloud sh- here. Oh, Lufa, she's here. Oh, it's... Sh- sh- Cloud, he's also here again. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
2: Uh, possibly. I mean, it seems like they created all these characters through Organization thirteen so that they could not have to have the Final Fantasy characters, because I think that they felt it was a mistake. I mean, I always felt it was a mistake to have the Final Fantasy characters in there anyway, because all those Final Fantasy characters were, like, kind of really unique to their story. Like For me, know,
1: it, it felt like it was, like, the reasoning to why the world was the mechanics, you know what I mean? Like, the summons and the the magic types and the item names. I guess. And... That
2: seems kind of weak to me. Like, what do you care? Just fucking throw Fira in there. Who cares? You know? <laughs> but, like, it's weird. Like, you have this emotional moment of, like, Aerith dying, and then, like, she just shows up in Kingdom Hearts. You're just like, wait. wait why did I feel what I felt? <laughs> you know? I don't know. <laughs> it's, just, it's just strange. I mean, that's
0: gotta be true for, like, half the Disney characters.
2: Yeah. That's fair. Um, I guess it speaks more to the fact that i care more about final fantasy than i do about the disney characters (laughs) you know it's just like that's on me it's not on um anything else but yeah i mean the game's awesome uh it's been really fun to play with brian because it like sort of reminds us of being in high school and like couch like single player couch co oping through a game you know
1: yeah yeah yeah
2: and it's been a a really enjoyable experience um so i it's i I think it's a good game i'm pretty sure it's a good game Uh, But it's also an experience that's like no other. And, like, it's there's so much money into it. And, it, like, it has to do well. And honestly, Nomura should have been fired. But, God bless. Like, I can't believe this game came out 13, 13 years later. And I still really, really like it.
1: There'll be awesome. more to say once you get to the end game. Because I remember there was always, like, a lot of um, things to do after you beat the game, like challenges. And there was, oh, yeah. like, you know.
2: I mean, these games spiral out of control really fast. Like, if you compare, like, the beginning of Kingdom Hearts two, which is awful, by the way. Oh, I do want to say this. It is nice they fixed the beginnings because the beginnings of Kingdom Hearts one and the beginning of Kingdom oh. Hearts two are some of the two worst game openings of all time. But they like, have no joke. They're tedious as all hell.
1: They gave us that amazing um, MC Chris bit, though.
2: Yeah, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> I guess that's something. Um but you know, if you compare like what the beginning of two and like how two ends, uh, with the keybait trials, it ends with the ba- play trials. Like y- you couldn't even tell it's the same game. Like it's just fucking crazy what's happening. Um, and yeah, I'm really excited to play it. Uh, just bravo. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. I don't know I do you say bravo to like an outsider artist who's like mentally ill? Like I don't know. Like do they do they accept that if they're if they're crazy and they make this thing out of shit? And you're like, man, this is made out of shit, but God is it beautiful. Like I don't I don't know I don't know what to say.